Hey folks, Brad here with the Maritime Paintball Podcast. And this week we were joined by the man himself, Garner Lupo of DefcomPaintballGear.com to discuss, well, for starters, the price of paintball boxes. Then we talk about the state of the world of manufacturing and retail. We lovingly argue with Marky, a.k.a. the ultimate rental. No hard feelings, bud. Go check out his YouTube channel. And we finish off the episode talking about paintball content online, like YouTube tiktok and everything and what we would love to see folks do in the future as always we want to know what you think so please reach out to us on social media at maritime paintball podcast you can also reach us by email at maritime paintball podcast at outlook.com and now on with the show Better, but it is now ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 313 of the maritime paintball podcast can you guys even hear me no you can't but you can now because <laughs> wow what the fuck happened to us this is what happens when i take a month off um oh God. let's try that again <laughs> yeah like i take a month off and everything just goes to hell in a handbasket so let's try that again ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 313 of the maritime paintball podcast my name is brad odell and uh, with me as always i have your king of paintball thomas castle and we are joined by uh one and only uh, garner or garnet <laughs> of uh of defcon paintball so yeah super excited we're gonna be chatting uh what are we gonna talk about we're gonna talk about uh paintball cases case size and we're gonna talk uh content creation yep and whether or not paintball is dead online dun 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 Except we're not actually just going to beat that dead horse. Garner here has actually got some really great talking points and uh, ideas, and I think they need to be heard. And uh, so did he. That's why he reached out and said, hey, I want to come on the show. So first of all, folks, it's I'm super excited to be back. I'm way out of practice. We were gone for like a month, almost exactly 30 days, actually. We are gone for almost an entire month. Um, for those of you who know, you know, and if you don't, you don't need to know. But uh, things are crazy right now. That's why my studio looks funny and sounds terrible. And uh, hopefully it'll be better soon. So, yeah. My God, it's nice to be back. Moving on. Just it so really so quiet and sad on my Friday nights. It's snowy. Right? It's blustery. It sucks outside. It is. It looks like shit. I can't outside see outside, right now. and I'm glad. I'll stay in my goddamn bed. Also, the fact that I did that, I li- I literally just like opened it up. And went, man, it looks like shit. And it just my window right now is so black. It's just a mirror. So I'm just looking at a reflection I'm of myself. Stay inside where it's safe. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Ponage PB's in the chat. Christopher Struck, as always. Uh, Neb Nella is back. Says it sounds better than when Zuby talks on Behind the Bunker. Shots fired, oh, buddy. Shots fired. People. <laughs> yeah, fucking I, don't, I don't know what a Zuby is, but you know I'd what, be you know what? him. That is the first time ever anyone has ever shit-talked uh, Behind the Bunker on uh, on this show. And it's Neb, so you know that it's mostly in good fun. Uh, Matt Sean there is saying the storm finished in Dartmouth. Hey. That's great. Can you take it back? Because we don't want it anymore in New Brunswick. So, Ugh. Chris, yeah. that sucks. Minus 50. No thanks. I will uh, stay here right. where it's just snowy and shitty. Yeah. Um, so, Garner, buddy. What's up? Let's talk. Uh, let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about uh, cases of paint. And people saying that, uh, you know, they, they, there's there, there was the talk a little while back. It kind of died down because it, it was over Christmas and a lot of people weren't talking about it. But there was talk of paint going from 2,000 case to 1,600. Yeah, like... And you kind of have knowledge on the inside track there. Well, I saw, like, a lot of people talk about that online. And I see, like, there's a lot of complaints and stuff like that. But really, it's a strategy to you know, curb any kind of major price increase, um, as a lot of manufacturers um, have stated that, you know, quality of raw goods, sorry, price of raw goods is going up. Um, peg particularly has gone up quite a bit. So one of the things that they're toying at was going with a slightly smaller box size where you wouldn't see too much of an increase. And instead of everybody, you know, when you hand out a 500 bag, you're going to hand out a 400 bag. But really, at the end of the day, the, the idea behind it is like the people I've talked to was is that those restrictions or those sizes, um, there's going to be certain things put in place that wouldn't just affect recreational or fields, but also tournaments as well. 
Um, one of the things I heard kicking around was is that uh, the NXL is going to do like a limited paint kind of situation where you go out with a full hopper and four pods on your back. So that essentially could change how pod packs are, are, are made or how they're made or what quantity they're made in. Um, there's so many different things they're going to do, but I think what they're trying to do is, is they, they're trying to do, not just do a blatant huge price increase. They're trying to do something where um, they change things up a little bit so that there isn't really an, I guess in a way it is kind of a bit of an increase, but it's not as a, a hard increase. Because every industry you look in, like, and I know we're all tired of talking about it, but COVID, COVID this, COVID that, blah, blah, blah. It's disrupting supply chains and shipping and all this crap. So they're trying to just get creative with ways on how they're going to change how many paintballs come in in a case of, in a case, right? Like, what, 15 years ago or something like that? It used to only be boxes of a thousand, right? So. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, it makes sense when you bring in the 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 cost of goods, the cost of raw material specifically, and right. then take into account the cost of shipping has gone through the roof. Um, at least you know in commercial size things. I'm I'm not entirely sure if the price of like shipping through UPS and that has gone up, but I know that shipping containers are are outrageously expensive. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's assuming you can get it into a port. Oh yeah, you know like, what I mean. Listen, like, listen, listen to this. This like. <clears throat> For, like first strikes like one of our we bought, do a lot of purchasing with them obviously it's pretty obvious the writings on the wall there's a few other people yeah, we do quite large purchasing with too right and they're saying to me like the average shipping container to get overseas from here was I think he said like it was like four or five thousand dollars he goes now it's eighteen thousand it's too much right? wow it's 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 ridiculous right like it's I mean it's 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 the cost of doing business. It's there's less goods being shipped. These shipping companies got to maintain profit. Those massive boats are expensive. Mm. Price goes up, right? So price of shipping goes up. Price of everything goes up. And I'm I'm curious if if players would have reacted better if the price of a case of paint went up rather than the the, the count went down. You know what I mean? Like would people be less upset if it was just like, well, the price of you know a two thousand round case is now this. So, like, here in the Maritimes, the average case is, what, 70 bucks, Tom? 70 to 90, depending on where you go, and depending on quality of paint. Depending on the field, depending on the yeah. quality of the paint, yeah. depending on all that, right? So, 70 to 90. So, if it suddenly became, you know, uh, 80 to 100, you know. They're like, going to bitch would, anyways, no matter the price really increase. It doesn't matter. It's just how much bitch, how loud is the bitching going to be? It's paintballers, but it's um, going to be loud. But is reducing the size of the count by 400 going to affect shipping that much? I don't think it's going to affect... I feel like... like this is, I don't think it's going to affect things too much. All they're trying to do is they're just trying to curb how much they have to increase a, a paint increase by, and they're also trying to do it so that it's not too hard on the field owners because essentially, like, if you look at it from this angle, and I know, like, maybe this is, like, a negative topic, but, like, consider how many paint... Consider how many fields have closed the last two years, right? Yeah. And mm. and like you're in a situation now where it's like, well, you know, these guys are already hurting. You know, we're hurting too. Like, what's the best thing? We just include less paint in there. It doesn't grow up as much. You know, generally, you know, the player may not shoot as much. Maybe we can maintain profit margins. They're doing what they can. And like, I get the stigma that like, you know, there's a bunch of people out there that are just like, you know, paintball manufacturers kind of give it to us when it comes to pricing. And really, at the end of the day, like, they have they have to charge a certain amount to be profitable. And, like, honestly, I think from my perspective, I'd be okay with a slight increase and a slight drop in paint. And, like, I would, and it's, I guess, I don't know, I'll probably get like, kind of torn apart for this, but I want to see them profitable. Because when they have more money to play with, they can advertise more for paintball, right? Do product yeah. placement, yeah, I, do all this kind of stuff. I right? think what it is is you're looking at it from a business standpoint, from you know, as a business owner, and it makes sense. Like, yeah, like if they can, if you can, if they could charge a little bit more money, reduce the cost of manufacturing, and and stay around. Because if they don't, let's say they just maintain the status quo, maybe they don't change the price of anything. Maybe they just decide, okay, we're just going to eat the cost. Uh, the increased cost of shipping and manufacturing. How long can they maintain that before suddenly 
oh, there goes another paintball company. They're gone now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they got to make money. That's what this is. So well, they the got to survive. And the other thing, too, is a lot of these prices are dependent on how much is made and how many people are buying. Like, I don't know really the true number on this, but a lot of fields went away. And if there's not a lot of fields running, that means not a lot is going to be made to meet those demands anymore, right? Like if your yield is like a certain amount and like you lost 20% of fields and each one of those fields is good for say 20 skids a year, you know, do the math, right? Like they don't have to make 20 more skids a year. So, okay, well, we don't have to buy as much as raw goods. And, you know, it's probably bad mathematics example I'm explaining, but it's basically supply and demand. There's a lot of supply. They supply them. Like it's basically ball purchasing. Ball purchasing puts the price down and so forth. But then it's also, again, you know, the disruption in service at that one point that it just kind of like a tidal wave that just keeps going, right? So. Um, so Felix Gonzalez says, if the quantity or if the, yeah, if the quantity goes down, then the price should reflect the same. There are three things uh, I see being affected, supply and demand, dynamic pricing and transportation. I hear what you're saying, then, but what the idea is, is, is that it's this. So if you keep it at 2000, it's got to go up X. They're going to bring the paint down, uh, what's included in the box, probably charge about the same or slightly. Essentially, it's trying, they're trying to curb the amount per case on what they're, I'm sorry, they're they're trying to curb how much they have to increase it, right? I think it's, I mean, like, for example, uh, easy numbers, right? Let's say like this mug that I'm fiddling around with here. Mm. Like, let's say I sell these mugs for a dollar. Um, and I buy them for 50 cents. Okay. I make 50 cents on the mug. And then, but the people I buy them from goes, well, you know what? Ceramic costs more now. So we're going to have to sell them to you for 75 cents because, you know, we can't make them for 50 cents anymore. And I go, okay, well, I'm going to buy it for 75 cents. So I'm going to sell it for a dollar 25 now because I need to maintain my profit margin. Like Mm -hmm. if it costs me more to buy it because it costs them more to make it, then I have to charge more. But you're not giving less cup for more money. In your example. No, in your example. But what they're doing is good point. But I see your, I, I see the business. You're almost there. What, what you should say is, what you should say is, is like, well, we can't make the cup six inches now for for fifty cents. We got to charge seventy five yeah. cents, and we can make it now so close. for a few 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 inches yeah. shorter. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I kind of spaced on that bit, but yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, it, I I I was totally agreeing with you. It was the worst part. I just totally botched my example. It's all good. Um, it's all good. <laughs> like if if the cost, it's like okay, well, yeah, if the cost of the if the cost of manufacturing goods goes up the cost of the retail goes up and that's just it how blows it is. but that's so, the way she goes rick that's what that's what's got to be done that's what's yeah. got to be done now maybe but think about like if they didn't reduce the size of the if they didn't reduce the size of the case how much higher would the price be you i know, think like, they're i think they're talking almost like a 30% increase see that's Jesus huge fuck i think i think i don't know for sure i think i, I just remember someone telling me a, a rate it was going to be 30% if we don't do it this way. And I'm just like kind of questioning the math. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, I would take less. It, it really is not going to affect you that much. Like, okay, maybe you have to buy an extra bag on top of it. it I don't know. depends on how much you shoot. But at the end of the day, all they're trying to do is the efforts is, is, is trying to do it so that margins are maintained, prices aren't going up as much, and maybe your quantities differ slightly. You just got to rethink your strategy. At the end of it, like I get it. It's like, it's like. You know, shit. It's not two thousand. It's really sixteen hundred, really. You know what I mean? Nobody wants this. I and mean, at the end, the guys that are doing this are not saying we're gonna fuck them today. Let's 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 give them four hundred less balls. No, they're like, fuck. This is what's got to be done, boys. Do you want paint? Do yeah. you want paint? Do you want to continue to yeah. have multiple people making multiple paints of different qualities? Yes. Then shut the fuck up and pay for the paint. It sucks. Well, they're right. being very nice about it. I'm not being nice about it because I'm a dickhead. But that's the long and short of it is everybody needs to get paid. Everyone has, everyone's got to yeah. get paid. Yes. It, it, yeah. it sucks. I don't want to see it. But um, at the same time, I don't want to see manufacturers going out of business. I don't want to see fields going out of business, which is what's happening right now. We, we, it can only sustain itself so long. And we're in New Brunswick. So there's 
shit going so, out of business here is bad. So, like it hurts when it goes out of business here. There's, yeah. There, there's also another conversation popping up here in the chat here with Mark, between Marky uh, Meyer and me, and I want to get Garner oh in on this as well. Garner, uh, he mentioned that basically, like, uh, he says, buying from the U.S. and shipping to Canada for half the price uh, as it is to buy from Canada. And I said, okay, give me an example. Like, what happened? He said, well, I bought a $1,000, uh, bought a Geo 4 for $1,000 U.S. plus duties at 150 The price for the Geo 4 in Canada is 1800 plus tax. Um, you know, and then I said, okay, where you buy it from? He said, well, the PE tent. So what I want to say there is, so what you did is you, you spent $1,250 Canadian. Cause if you do the conversion, it's 1250 Canadian, um, plus 150 for duty. So that's 1250. So that's actually $1,400 Canadian direct from the manufacturer. What you're in it, but you're comparing it to $1,800 retail. So, Marky, your numbers are wrong, bud. You you yeah, you saved four hundred bucks, but what you did is you went direct to a manufacturer and you cut out a retailer. That's where you saved your four hundred bucks. The other um, thing too is though on that, I don't think Marky realizes he could argue with me all he wants. He also does not have a Canadian warranty anymore. Ooh, I didn't know that happened. Yeah, um, you need to get it serviced. Find someone in the U.S. who will take it from you, and U.S. places are not supposed to service it. Right. US so, warranty, and then, okay, US 2150 warranty. after tax. But what I'm saying, Marky, is like, okay, yeah, you bought it direct from the manufacturer, but, and then you're talking about getting into the used market. While I told, while I'm, I'm 100% down for buy, sell, trade, I get it. I do it. Tom here is a fucking king at it. Um, but players will do buy, sell, trade. They'll buy used and they'll they'll buy and they'll trade and they'll trade up and they'll flip things. And then as soon as a retailer shuts down, they'll just be like, why, why isn't there any other paintball retailers? It's because you motherfuckers aren't buying new. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I got really angry. Um, <laughs> this is an old yeah. argument for me. This is like yeah. a 10-year-old argument for me. Yeah. Um, but I totally get it. Also, that voice was really not appropriate. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I might have potentially like lost my job today, so I'm oh, kind fuck. of up here. You know, it's um, all, I didn't even catch it. It just went right past me. I'm like, I didn't fucking... Didn't even click <laughs> that. I'm like, oh, maybe you shouldn't I'm have said that. What so I'm saying, though, is at the end of the day, Marky, buddy, uh, buying from the PE tent at World Cup does not equal buying from a Canadian retailer in Canada. That is apples and oranges. That is not the same. Um, also the used market is great, but guess what? Without buying new, there is no used market. You need somebody to buy that new gun so that you could buy it used. Um, and yeah, I mean, you could buy from manufacturers. You can, you can go right to a manufacturer. You can buy from them, but I don't know. At, at events kinda... only in Canada, you can't go buy from Eclipse and import it into Canada. Like, die, you so can't. Die, you can. Yeah, okay. But after exchange and all that stuff, you're, oh, some, you're almost more. Oh, fuck yeah. Your duty. That's shit to get it. Oh, shit. I hadn't even thought about that. Oh. Yeah. Duty, fuck. brokerage, <laughs> oh. your taxes. Oh. Right. Yeah. Oh, my balls. Yeah, when you, to when you go to World Cup. When you go to World Cup and you bring one back, yeah, you might be okay because you have like an, a certain exemption for the week. But if you just went down there, drop it, and you had to claim it, and they're like, well, when did you get this or all that stuff? Yeah, there's brokerage, there's duty. Depending on where it's made, we have tariffs now in Canada. So like it, aluminum tariffs too, that's yeah, heavy. Yeah, if it was made in Taiwan or Asia, you're going to get even more than that now. Like I think in in Canada, yeah. if it's China, China or whatever, and it comes through the states, it's about an additional fifteen percent. Like there's a whole bunch of things that calculate into that, right? Yeah, so that, it's it's heavy stuff. And yeah. like I'm not saying down with the buy sell trade market. I'm not saying down with the used market. I get it. I know that there's people who make an entire living. Literally, thrift stores and pawn shops make all their money by buying other people's stuff and flipping it for a profit. It's an entire industry and it's great. It's awesome. Those of you that can do it, keep doing it. Um, but don't compare that to a retailer. Oh, is what I'm yeah, saying. No. Like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Walmart and be like, I could buy that on Facebook for 10 bucks cheaper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's apples and oranges is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so. Is he even in the chat anymore? Or, or apples just, and bananas. Or is he just gone now? 
Marky's there. Oh, Marky's there. He's not fucking going anywhere now. No, Marky won't go anywhere. He's invested. No offense or anything, Marky, but like it's... Yeah. Oh, no, he's invested now, so... Yeah, if you guys had an open mind, you could make a lot of money. I don't know, man. I had a buddy that used to buy and sell and flip a lot of gear. Um, and he made good money. He did well. He didn't have to pay for paintball. Like, he played paintball with his paintball money, which was great. But I don't have time. I don't have the energy. Um, you can do it. Like, you can, you pop, can legit make pops money. into the comments. It just says, support local. You can, you <laughs> could literally <laughs> make money doing that way. Like, I'm not disputing that at all. And you can no, get absolutely. away with a few really high margin purchases, but there's going to be, if you start doing it and you get caught, you know, if it comes across the board or however you're going to do it or however you're going to flip it, you are going to get reamed and you're going to get reamed on the taxes and stuff like that. If you're doing it in small quantities, yeah, it's not too bad. But then again, if like that situation in this, like at World Cup, you bring it back, you sell it to a guy, he needs to get it warrantied. He's expecting to get a full Canadian warranty from a Canadian service center, which is a, AKA Badlands. And if like it does not have, if it's not associated, their serial numbers are associated with a database. And if it does not associate with a warranty, a Canadian warranty, that guy's going to get blasted and you'll either have to buy the parts and fix it yourself, which is actually not too bad. But if it's a serious problem, you're going to have to either send it down to the States or somebody. And if it's already used and you're not the original owner of it, you're going to have to pay for service. You're going to have to pay for parts. You're going to have to pay for shipping. Yeah. You'll have to pay for brokerage back to you because there's always brokerage back to you. It doesn't matter if you were the original owner of it. And someone at the someone down the line is going to pay for that. 100%. So, uh, yeah, Matthew Sean, back at the CXBL days, there was always better deals on gear at the Buy PBL trailer. True. Uh, it's true. Buy, buy PBL was retailer, though. They They... They were a retailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. We have and, better, and we have better asked, deals at events to help encourage people to buy and get gear because they need it right then and there. We would go to PRZ, like, you know, there is things that are cheaper at our tent. We don't advertise online because you're not supposed to, and we do it to like help encourage. You know, people are there I, yeah. to spend I stuff. Remember like, being, we do it. Like I remember going to to Honey Badger one year, and Evan and the boys from Widowmaker and Milsig were there. And you could see him, and he's just sort of like putting stuff on a wall, and just randomly being like, "Yeah, today it's this price." Like, yeah. you know, like he's just like pulling numbers out of his ass because he's just like, or it's near the end of the day, and you can tell the boys just don't want to pack, and they're just like, five bucks, it's yours." Yes, like I just don't want to put it. Back I'm in a the piece box. of shit, and that's yeah. what I'm waiting for right there. Which is fine, you know what I mean? Like it's fine. Uh, and then so, Marky. Um, yeah, I remember doing that with something. I don't want not. to say what product, but I'm like, uh, I don't want to bring these back. He, and I just had like he Adam. Can, he can... I had Adam make an announcement. I said, I have so and so product for this price, and then like our whole tent was packed, and it was like oh, that was easy. It's like, yep, <laughs> to back anything up. And then he goes, uh, let's go for dinner, boys, and that was that. So. <laughs> yeah, and mysteriously, we had um, supper was taken he's... care of on the on the bill. Like we did very well that day. So fuck it. <laughs> Right. Um, Marky's asked another question too, and feel free to, you can you can say you know you don't want to answer or whatnot, but he's he's basically saying uh, how many high end markers do you sell a week? And then he says you need better tech and better relations with parts companies. So that's low key shots fired, bro. What do you mean? Like he what what company? Ask what what companies you're referring to? I don't know. I think he's uh, the only one that he's talked about so far is PE's GO4. So okay, so Eclipse stuff. I, I also don't know what he qualifies as a high end gun. Oh, I, I don't know. Okay, what so let, let's take let's take anything from a thousand dollars and up, right? But I know another sure. I know another topic that he brought up a few times, and I never really talked to him directly. But whatever. Okay, so Eclipse and stuff is easy to get. It's no question who has those parts here in Canada. So like whatever you can people know where to go get that stuff done. So I don't really stock those parts. If it's going to be about a me as a retailer situation, fine. And then I know one time he was, he was concerned about Umarex and we posted it up about Umarex. That's a lower end gun about parts and stuff like that. And Umarex is horrible for getting parts out and is a horrible support system. I was actually set up as a Umarex service center. Fuck me to get anything out of them was ridiculous. Like, okay, I got this wrong with it. Yeah, I'll get it to you. What's the problem with it? All right, well, I need parts. So the people that we have gotten parts for, oh man, we have catalogs of parts. I could take a picture of my room over there. I have parts to last the next 10 years. 
to get him indexed and put him on the website. <laughs> Die is actually pretty good, but they've had issues the last few years with some stuff. But, you know, they do all right. Um, who else? Uh, that's uh, Shocker. Shocker's pretty good. They have it out, but they give a lot of priority to a lot of their internal, like, domestic warranty centers. And generally, they like to have control what happens with their stuff. But yeah, there's like it's 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 not really a, like a retailer problem. It's a more or less are they willing to send you parts, and if they have them available, right? And generally, I don't bring in or I won't support repairing any products where I can't get parts for my people. And there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff I won't carry because I can't. We can't get things serviced on time, right? That's that's nice. All things considered, from any retailers, I don't want to carry if I can't fix it. I can't warranty it. Why the fuck am I carrying it? Yeah, that's just that's just and then there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch. And then the other part of that is a warranty process, right? Okay, so you fix a like, let's just say any mark, because I don't want to like tear anyone down. Uh-huh. I, we're going to make an ABC company, right? To fix to fix a marker. All right. Well, we do it, we replace it, then to go through the warranty process to reimburse for them, you never get paid, or you never get reimbursed. And the people that do have a good program in place, man, it's amazing. It's night and day. So like, it goes again against the supply and demand issues. You know what I mean? Supply and demand, like whether they're going to provide you with those parts. And then sometimes they don't even provide training. They're just like, yeah, here, fix our stuff. Okay, well. And then if they get it ever at an event like World Cup, and they're just like, this wasn't fixed properly. Guys, you freaking morons never showed like the exact way to do it. Right? Yeah. So like, I haven't had any of those problems, but I've heard so many people just get like blasted for it. Oh, this wasn't done properly, or they didn't do that. No kidding. And then if they want the training, they want you to go down to PBE to take the course and pay for it. And, like, that's a whole nother tangent. This t- uh, this show's going to turn into two hours, Brad. I was going to say, can we have him on again fine. next I'm week good. and have him just yell some more? Look, I love man. this. I'm rolling myself a joint because <laughs> I can hear him getting wound can't... up. I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's just let him go. Oh, no, man. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not wound, I'm not wound up. It's no? just, like, oh, it can go down this road all day. And I remember going to one of the paintball extravaganzas and, like, the dudes, like, yeah, $5,000 and uh, you can take these markers home and you're certified and all this stuff. And then... You get blasted at the border for those duties because you have five markers going home in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I get it. I, I get where he's coming from, but you like, you got to do the logistics of it. Like, Mark, I, I appreciate everything that you do in it, but there's like a lot of things that you just don't really see on the back end. You know what I mean? But anyways, it's all good. So, um, <laughs> like what? Like I'm, I'm, not I'm having my mind like... blown, which is I'm getting knowledge dropped on me, and I did not expect that tonight because I, I woke up this morning. He's like, "Yeah, by the way, Garner's gonna be on the show tonight." I'm like, "What? Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, all right. I'm I'm gonna sit. I'm like, Garner. I'm like, wait. Oh, Defcon guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah. This this is gonna be fucking good. I'm sitting here going, all right. Well, I'll learn something. Please." <laughs> Please continue to yell at these people. Yeah, I love yeah, this. I'm, so he, he, I'm, no, I'm not even being sarcastic. I'm dead fucking serious. I'm loving learning this shit because it's all okay. new. This is all so new I, I, got, I got another question. It's great. I'm like Marky. Like this engagement, it's great. Oh, I love coming on shows, engage me, whatever. And it says, why doesn't DEF CON have a booth at World Cup? What are you talking about? So I'd have to ship it yeah. all down oh. to... Yeah, DEFCON. How come you, a Canadian retailer, don't have a booth set up at an American account or but, World Cup? But you know what? Once upon once upon a time, it wasn't a bad idea. There was like a company down there called First Call Paintball. Like they're mm-hmm. like, we're going back like eight years ago, okay? And yeah. they yeah. drove about 10 hours to get their stuff set up at an event. And they did extremely well. I think I talked to the owner. Awesome. We went to like dinner one night. That's another day for a paintball story. And he said that that one week at World Cup, he made up six months of sales at that one week. Dude, that's awesome. That's a huge gamble. I love that. Though. He's domestic. He's domestic. Now, if you are in Canada and you drive down and take your product down there to World Cup, Yes, what? Isn't that technically, don't you need a work visa? Yeah. Not just that. Wouldn't you need... All the inventory you bring down is subjected to brokerage and duties. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so you have to get a, a DOJ license night- for that shit, and that's a pain in the dick. It's a logistical nightmare. Yeah. 
So, like, I looked into, like, doing, because, like, I remember they're talking about bringing MPPL back to Buffalo one year. And I was like, oh, man, I'd love to go down there and, like, retail and stuff down there. And they're just, like, I looked into it. It's like, okay, like, you already paid these back in, but I'm bringing it back in. I've already paid for it. He goes, well, if you sell it, if you're just looking at selling it down there, then you're going to have to pay brokerage and duties on this. I'm just like, okay, I'm going down there for free then. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, like, selling. I'm not, like, it just didn't make sense. (laughs) <laughs> then they but don't believe you. The, At that point, they're like, bullshit, you're going down there to sell. You're just lying to us. Right. Yeah. The, the board like, of, there's not drugs yeah. in this. The board of boys are greasy <laughs> bastards I'm like just going, I'm just going to show them off. Yes. I'm just going to show them off. You're going to show off 10 of the yes, same thing? Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> and then I just cro- I just don't cross in, in Woodstock. I cross in uh, I would cross in St. Stephen. We just don't discuss that. That's all. Just, just take a small border crossing yeah. in New Brunswick. Right. <laughs> But, like, here's, here's, here's the thing of it, because I don't want to, like, make it seem like it's a hostile conversation. The concept of going and being at events and promoting is great. I, I think maybe this summer you're going to see us a lot of OPPL events supporting local. To go down and support, like, like a U.S. event would be great to do one day. Like, I'd really like to do it. I think, I think it's, like, a good idea. But logistically, it's a damn nightmare. It's an absolute damn nightmare. And, like... I oh you know what you know what event I always wanted to do is full the gap. I man, mm, COVID cock blocked me from from full the gap. I would go down and help a say a supplier or a vendor just to experience it, or like do like something. But to like go down there and set up a booth is just not feasible. Like you just can't you just can't do mm. it. Like. But I would stay domestically in support events, no problem. Like, I would love to, like, do all the OPPL events if I could this year, providing, you know, COVID's not crazy. I want to do whatever big games they are this year. Like, I think that's going to be, like, a main thing that we do. Um, I would be more inclined to just to do domestic than a, than going to, like, the States and trying well, to do something, right? <clears throat> that's another, like, okay. That's a whole other episode we're going to have to get into because we're, we're going to run out of time. Um but real like if you did go down to the states and you promoted mm-hmm. and and like let's say people you know people remember your name or whatever and they're just like i'm gonna go check out defcon's website mm-hmm. um would you make money selling items to americans though we do a lot of exporting to us yeah um and like i we sell internationally which is fine um, I think at the end of the day, it's, I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't want to be cocky because I can come across cocky sometimes. I think yeah, one, right it's, ha- I think one, it's having it Two, they, you know, they do, they are, their dollar is stronger than ours. So sometimes it can work no, for sure. Cheaper. For sure. Like there's a reason they come up to like Woodstock to shop. Uh, yeah. Like the Americans come up. Yeah. And three, there was a third point, but I don't know. It's, it's, I guess it's just like brand loyalty. Cause like we, we do a lot of YouTube, we like, you know, pretty consistent, like, you know, yeah. like we're, it's not like we're putting out bad content. Um, like we're putting out stuff weekly. Oh, look at that perfect segue. We're segueing perfectly. I know. Right into the other topic. Look Did at you, that. Yeah. Just... The man, the man has clearly done this before Bradley. It's like, he's a professional bad paintball you know what the funny thing is is i'm not the camera guy alex is the camera guy sorry alex is the guy in front of the camera i edit and shoot the videos and i'm just like the like the the silent hero in the background where he just talks and he's like yeah i like that let's release it (laughs) he's a pretty face you know (laughs) i'm the silent hero he just talks (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean yep a hundred fucking percent yeah i do I'd rather be in front of the camera than editing, honestly. I, I prefer like, being behind I, the camera and I, yelling at you. That's where I've had the most fun. It, it, yeah, I've yeah. I got a face for radio, boys and girls. That's why. Uh, that's why when this podcast goes out, that's why you're on a podcast. Yeah, except that we're on Facebook Live and these poor <laughs> bastards can see me. The smart guys that are at work that have the phone in their pocket and are just uh, like not looking at my face. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you very much. So now. Bad paintball content. Any paintball content. Is it dead? Is it alive? Is it is it is it a shambling corpse of the it's, same fucking thing over yeah. and over so, okay. and over? Not to not to beat the ground that the dead horse is now in. Like because it's been beaten no, so no, no, please, hard please beat it some quote more. Quote unquote is paintball is paintball content dead? Is paintball on YouTube dead? Is paint blah 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 blah. 
You, you know what? I've actually did, like, you thought I was fired up before. This is going to be conversation for the ages. There, yep. And, girls. and that's, that's, that's what we're paying. That's what I'm here for, baby. That's what I'm here for. It's not dead. <laughs> it's got to be done differently. Right? I don't want to leave it at that. It's I don't true. want to leave it at that. Okay, so I... <laughs> okay, okay, so... Done. So here Show's we go. Over. We're done. We're done. Okay, so here, here we go. It. So I'm just going to go off my dead. thing you and let's, like, get the conversation going. Let's get, this, let's get these comments going. Let's, let's go. Let's, it's unfiltered right now. Okay, so I watch, yeah, like, bro. there's a lot of guys that have content out there. I just like seeing, like, what guys are doing, what they're using, like, just kind of inspiration, right? So, like, you know, don't mean to... Dump on your parade. So, like, I watch, like, I watch Tango. I watch Slim. I watch, like, I watch, you know, Ryan Bell stuff. I watch all these guys put out content. I watch Nightmare stuff, and I do all that stuff. Everybody is, like, doing a similar style, and, like, I get it because it's what's worked, right? Honestly, you know what I'd like to see as a retailer? As a retailer. I want to know more about them. I want to know about their story. I would watch their channels... If they mix gameplay in with information about them, like, hey Tom, we're, we're, wasn't there weren't was that like something we were kind of like yeah. possibly talking about doing? I'm maybe pretty sure there's a video like, of uh, there's a video out there talking that exactly that the man's got a point. Please, yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you know, like it, it's every okay. The the gameplay stuff is all the same. We all know that, right? And like you're you're shooting, you're doing these videos because you want to draw people into the sport, and you want other people who paintball to like your stuff. You want to grow paintball, then you have to relate to the people that don't play paintball. Like, hey, you know, I had a shit day at work today. You know, so and so dumped on my day. Whatever, like whatever you're gonna do, it doesn't have to be negative. But you know, I mean, the boys are gonna get geared up. I want to show you what we're rocking today, talk a little about the product, you know, talk about going to set up, talk about like the whole experience about going to the event, even out stuff outside of paintball, mix it up. Like that's what people want to watch, right? If you think of, okay, here's a really good thing. I, okay, you watch, Star, okay, you start, watch Star Wars, right? Everyone watches <laughs> Star Wars, okay? Like yeah, yeah. one of the best things is, is like, I was like super excited for Boba Fett show to come out. I start watching it and all this stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, book and like, Fett. I'm just like, I just want to see, I'm thinking to myself, I just want to see Boba Fett get like, fuck dudes up. Like, I want to see him like get back on their, you know, and just start like blasting fools. But then they start telling the story about what happened to him afterwards, a little bit about him. And there's not a lot of action. I'm engaged in that a lot more than, pew, than pew. like pew, the pew, action pew. sequences. Like, it builds character. So, like, when you have... Okay, so that's... Uh, I want. I don't want to center anybody out. So, um, I don't know. I don't... I'm not going to even, like, pick a person. But, like... No, but I can... Okay, so, like, speaking of, like, of like of like big studio pictures, <clears throat> and, like, I, I think I can make this example work. Mm. Hopefully, it's better than the cup one. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, can we not... But, like, no, but, like, you meant... Okay. No spoilers so, like, for, for, for John Boba Wick, Fett. John, for, the John Wick John, So, okay. Good John Wick will work. No, right? I'm not gonna say so. Like, door, so I know it's up. So like the 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 John Wick movies, right? So John Wick two comes out, mm. and I'm like, fuck yeah, John Wick two. The action scene, like John Wick was good. I want to see another one. I want to watch Keanu Reeves be John Wick and fuck dudes up. And yeah, he does that the entire movie. But the parts I remember the most are like when he's sitting there and the dude is describing guns as if they were wine. Or when he goes to the tailor and it's it's yeah. not even action sequence, but it's like the storytelling, it's the depth, it's like this is what's going on in the it's world. Called, uh, world building of like Yeah, world it's building. the world world building of it. I was just like because people will be like, Oh man, like the John Wick movies or whatever, because I, I work in suits, I sell suits for a living, and the number of dudes that come in and they're just like, I want black on black. And I was like, like John Wick? And they're like, Yeah, I'm like, that's a bad idea, dude. You're not Keanu, you can't play. <laughs> Thank um, you for doing. You know what? For, for, for all the motherfuckers out there, like, thank you for doing that. You you're doing the Lord's work, saving saving brothers yeah. from bad fashion so, choices. Yeah, but like you know what I mean. But it's like it's like I can't even. We talk about the movie, and it's just like it's not even the action sequence. It's just like man, like when the dude is talking about like, um, you know, he's just like uh, this one is a this is a German. It's a robust German. And it's just like, it's just a Sig Sauer. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, what? Um, the world building side of it, 
action is fine, gameplay is fine, but holy shit, if I have to watch another video of somebody firing paintballs into a bush and then giving me the little, like, hit reticle saying, like, I hit him and I have to just take your word for it, folks, it's been done. You know what I mean? Well, let's, let's maybe, like, back up, like, what I'm saying here. All I'm saying is, is, like, if you if you do gameplay, mix up, like, what you're putting in your gameplay footage with, like, a little bit of information. Like, take time. Go interview, like, the field owner. Talk about the game. Uh, interview the game organizer. Like, give some kind of, like, more context to, like, what's going on, right? Because, like, as much as, like, we like everyone like seeing you guys going out and, like, wrecking fools, like, it's the same thing almost over and over again. Like, we still want to see that, but, like... I want to know where you're at. Like, I want to know, like, okay, you know, you go to a Sega. Hey, Ryan, you said I could center you out. Okay, you go to a Sega. Pull Donna aside and be like, hey, Donna, tell us a little bit about this event. Tell us a little bit about the history. You know, tell us how it came to be. Like, just basic interviewing questions. Like, and then, you know, you go to uh, PRZ, you know, pull Tim aside, the owner of PRZ. Be like, hey, Tim, like, you know, what, or even Kyle, who organizes the events. Like, some more context, just more story about you and why you're playing and what why paintball is important to you. Like it might be a generalization, but like the more story that you can include about yourself mixed in with your gameplay footage, like that's like that's like the storytelling we need to see. Like the gameplay stuff's great. Like I I watch it. Like you guys don't know I watch it, but I watch it and I'm just like, okay, that's good. But like I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and there's like been so many times. Ryan, you've done it. Tyrell, if you're watching, you've done it. Tim, if you've watched, you've done it. Lead Farm, if you're watching, you've done it. You've led to points where there's going to be like an insert for a really good story. And I'm expecting it. I'm like, oh, yes, he's going there. And it's just like, done. The video's done. Gameplay. I'm just, no, no, no. Like, he, they're doing great. It's great. But it's like, there could have been a spot where they talked more about that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, guys. That's like, that was like really good. I Like, I was really going to be surprised about this. And like, don't get me wrong. Gameplay stuff is amazing. It just like there we have to find ways to relate to the people we're trying to target um those um videos to like new players right like the idea is is new players those are the people that are going to watch the stuff right like you know i would i said this before before this like if i i don't know how i would because like time's crazy right now but if i had the opportunity to be like have like a group of like people like to talk to like once in a while about doing this i would totally totally like do like zoom calls or something talk about it plan it like give like ideas to i always wanted to do it with alex but like Really, by the time, like, both me and him are like, oh, you know what, I got the camera, you got the GoPros, let's do something. I get it. It is really hard to, like, plan to shoot stuff like that because, like, generally you're – generally, like, it's hard to do by yourself. You just want to, like, get out in the field and play, right? And some of it you want it to be organic. You can't just – there's some there's some paintball content out there that Brad knows that I just – I get really irritated because I'm like, you motherfuckers, it's not – it's not even organic. It's not realistic. I know you're just you're setting up a camera. I can't take myself out of that moment. So when you get that right. that it's not it's immersive. not immersive. So I'm being I'm being a, a fussy bitch because I want that immersive. I want to get sucked in, like you were saying, get sucked into that video. And you're like, holy fuck, it's gonna be good. And then get that little bit. Tell me about the guy making the video. Tell me about the kid that you the kid yeah. that you're about to shoot the well, shit out of. I'd like to know about him before <clears throat> you fuck his day up. And then I'd like to see him fuck your day up later. <laughs> It would make me happy if you want to right. tell a story. Tell a story. I don't know. I'm. I'm I, I also smoke uh, a lot of dope, so it's a stoner thought. But I'm like, this could, <laughs> this could actually be fucking brilliantly hilarious. So Garner, you and I last night we were chatting real quick, and and we found out we both watched the same YouTuber and uh, Peter McKinnon, who does yep. an amazing job of making the most mundane thing mm-hmm. exciting and interesting to watch. I've watched that motherfucker make coffee for 10 minutes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just the way he shoots it. And it's a little bit more interesting. I've watched videos where he's just like, all right, we're going to go to my buddy's place. And it's like a minute segment where it's literally just him leaving the building, getting into his truck. The man stops at Tim Hortons because he legitimately has a problem. And then he, he like continues on to his buddy's and like shaves, shaves leather. I watched that like five minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's like, it's just, it's mundane shit, but it's so it's well shot, first of all. It's well shot, and it's well edited, and it's in the right place at the right time where it doesn't it doesn't take you out of anything. If anything, it brings you in more. And 
I wish I had that man's creativity. <clears throat> yeah. So that's the, the like, thing. The thing is, this is like you can make. Okay, here's the thing. So let me like back up a little bit from what I'm saying. Is is like, and this is just a few ideas because like I know we're limited on time. What we can do is is that I think a lot of guys that play on the same team have. Um, a, like a really good opportunity to uh, blow up on YouTube. And like, if you have to, and you're worried about getting other shots, like offer a teammate, Hey, do you mind like doing some video for me? And like, you know, maybe next time I'll like pay for your entry or something. But like, that's the stuff like I think really works. Like we did a few videos like a long time ago for gameplay stuff. And we mixed up like the angles we got and we, you know, they were well received, but I'm not, we're not known for gameplay stuff and like maybe this summer i'll do something with alex but like again like i was about to say is by the time that we finish a week of you know customer service online sales and all that stuff we get to the point where just like alex is like i just want to play today man and i'm just like ah, yeah i hear you man like I, i'm gonna be with the kids i haven't seen my kids all week like it's, it's just one of those things where like it, we're, we're to that point and i get that even even people outside of paintball who have regular jobs, by the time they get there, they want to set up their gear, go play, shoot, and then review it afterwards and edit. I get it. But if you're trying to, you, you just can't give me the excuse that paintball's dead and or paintball gameplay's dead and you haven't really experimented with other ways of videography. Right? Hmm. Yeah, because like, it's, I'm watching these guys and it's like, you guys, they've invested so much money and time into the cameras and learning how to edit and it's it's awesome and they have the passion you can see that they have the passion they want to do it they're enjoying doing it you watch these guys make videos but it's like how many how many videos do we need of your helmet cam then your barrel cam and then the camera facing back at you and then back to the barrel and then back to your head and then back to your face you know what i mean like how many videos of that do we need um and you just keep pumping them out and and, and then you you wonder why you're not getting traction it's like because the people who watch that, the only people who know what's going on are the people who've experienced exactly what you're doing, and it's not something that the average person can enjoy. One person I always like to bring up who did really, really well uh, is Brian Nightmare. Yeah. Like, I watched that man grow from zero subscribers to a couple of hundred to deleting that YouTube page to starting a new one and blowing up. And it's because the guy does... He put well. First of all, he puts in way too much fucking work. Guy works way harder than I do, um, you know. But like he he played around with the vlog. He played around with the first person stuff. He's you know he's done a lot of stuff like that. He's he got really good. He did he blew up really well when he did the uh, when he, he started putting together like fail videos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at, at, and and like editing that kind of stuff and doing reaction stuff. He he mixed it up. He did a lot more than just. Gameplay, 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 gameplay. Um, and it's done really well. He's done really well for himself. And and I think people need to maybe take a look at him, watch what he does. Don't copy him. Copying, I mean, you, you can it's, be inspired by him, but don't just carbon copy because then you're just, you're not going to get anywhere because he's already there, you know? And, and But look at it and just, and there's, there's obviously a grain of, of, something happened in there that makes him successful um same with uh a wolf if you take a look at uh, i hate that i'm using this app now but tiktok um wolf does some really cool shit on tiktok where it's uh yeah it's staged you know but not staged in like the gameplay is staged staged as in like it's it's like there was one I watched one video of him where it's like he's on the plane and the camera's set up in such a way that it it's it's it doesn't look like he's filming himself but he's obviously the one filming you know what I mean mm-hmm. but he's putting some thought into the angles he's putting some thought into telling a story of some kind and it's working really well you know so I don't know take a look at that and and see if you can learn you know yeah like it's <laughs> You got to get experimental with it. And I'm not trying to like, you know, bring anybody in the light. Yeah, you got to get but, weird with it. But you like, yeah, you got to You got to try what works and experiment. Like I, I would like be, I don't know how I'd do it. Maybe we could talk about it in a future show and bring it on. But like, I would do a program where like it would help. Not a program. I'd say I'd be like 
interested in providing some sort of support some way to get content like that created, whether it be like I help provide like a camera person or, you know, I feature that on my channel to help jumpstart subscribers on other channels. Like I would, I'd be up for that because like one, I think realistically at the end of the day through content creations, the best way we're going to get new people into paintball. Um, and two, I just think that we ha we all individually, even myself, um, and I've toyed about doing something myself for a while on something for the channel, um, but we all have a unique story to tell, really. Like, what brought me sure. into paintball? What brought you into paintball, Brad? What brought, what, what all brought all you guys into paintball? Like, what drives you to go out on the weekend? What are you using today? Like, you know, what, uh, what are you taking out to the field? Like, there, there's just so much story you can tell that like we're just so focused on gameplay that like ha like half the excitement is getting from your life to the field right okay so me and tom were on a road trip to this motherfucker uh, was sitting in the truck SNL did paintball. you fucking just call him did you leave the goddamn phone on when we had a conversation brad this man's this man's on to something yeah he knows um uh, and it was, yeah, like, I mean, SNL, the paint, the day of paintball was great. I clapped 11 dudes on a team of 14. It was great. And <laughs> I was, I'm still obnoxious about that. You're one. allowed to be. And, allowed uh, to be. but like the road trip, man, it's all like the road trip is, is, is the important part. When me and the boys went to Commando's D-Day, right? We piled five of us into a minivan and we like 10 hours gone like that, like driving to, to Ottawa. Like it was it was it was fucking great. It's it like you said. It's the getting to the field. Yeah, getting at the field and being there and playing and being around other ballers is awesome. And it's great and I love it. Um, but realistically, like when I have when I think back to paintball memories, it's like seventy five percent off the field, twenty five percent on the field. You know, when I t when people are like, "Oh, what's paintball like?" I'm not. I don't usually go about like, "Oh, well, you know, like." If this is how it plays and this is this that and it's more like i usually end up talking about like man like like you should show up they don't care if you're new somebody will give you like gear to use if you want like if you show up and you're just like you don't know what you're doing they will teach you like it, i usually end up talking about the people and the experience off the field more than about on the field uh, and that's the story i want to tell this coming season like that's my plan mm -hmm. i think if we have to go to sense. that like i know like like I thought we would like be able to get all this out in like two hours, like in this hour session, but we're not. No. We're gonna have to like no. come back at this in like a few weeks. There, yeah. Jeff. We kind of we went. Yeah, we spent about twenty minutes yelling at Marky. But that was, <laughs> that was therapy in its fucking own, dude. Like, no, it's all good. It's all just good. Like, Marky, Marky, we love you. We love you. Marky's Marky. good shit. He he knows exactly what he's. Yeah. He knew what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. So. Marky shows up every week, so we gotta we gotta be nice to Marky. He yeah, but like you, ha someone has to be play devil advocate, and yeah. that's how you get the conversation going. Because like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like as players, as players, retail, okay, as a field field store owner, we sometimes like I will admit, I, sometimes I forget like the stuff. It like what it's like just being a player. Obviously, like sometimes, obviously, um, but then as retailers. Or sorry, as the customers, you don't really see what struggles we have when it comes to trying to service everybody or trying to service, provide service to our customers. And it's like not as straightforward. So it's just really easy to blame the retailer for something. But at the end of the day, like there is, there's, there's our, there are our own challenges. And then like there's, there's challenges with this content creation. There's, there's challenges with everything that you do, but like really it's something that has to think out of the box. Like I really want to try something a little bit more this year. Like I'm up for it, but like, I, I don't want to be the only one. Like I want guys who are really putting in the effort to see a lot of success because those guys you, see success. We there, all man. do. We all do. <laughs> right. Do I, listen, yeah. if you need to fucking like, give me another goddamn four jabs to get my ass to Ontario so I can, so we can go and have some fun this summer. I'll get I'll get my fifth booster shot. Whatever, like let's do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go. Get the car, right? At yeah. this point, just give me what's like. Just what, what was the small pack smallpox needle? It was like six and one, wasn't it? Like, it was like six needles or some shit. Give me they that. Call in the army a give fucking needle fucking... parade where you walk down the line, they jab you when you're going on tour. <laughs> yeah. The wizard was telling me just just jab jab um, jab jab jab. I'll go. I also think. 
Yeah, like I also yeah. think in like so. I also think too that like, you know, traveling is a good part, and that's kind of hindered a lot of us. Like I know, like you know, it's kind of, kind of miss seeing like a lot of Brian's content. Like I know he's kind of went plateaued a little bit, and he's in gaming now, and his gaming content's great. And uh, but everyone who can get out and play, they're you know they're trying to do what they can, and all you could keep doing is is don't give up. Like we. Alex and I, when it came to us doing video reviews, oh man, there's so many times we're just like, oh man, like we don't want to do this today. You know, we have other things we need to get done, but like at the end of the day, like we want to keep that content train going. And we get a lot of people at some point we're like, okay, hey, where's your video? It's 8.05. I'm like on Thursday. I'm just like, oh man, like it's coming. Don't worry. Like Bastards. I don't know that you guys, ex- I don't even expect it at 8.05. Just ex- it's going to be out this week. That's all I can say. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I know, like, I know. I've still got 72 hours, but uh, and that's the other yeah. thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, um, but you have yeah. a life. We have lives. Kids. It's true. Yeah. I got to go and see the hell spawn. Think... He's too small to shoot at yet, but when he's old enough, it'll be fun to take him out. It'll be fun to, to go on that that journey with him if he ever even gives a shit. Yeah, for sure. If he ever I cares. also think too that it's like the other hard part about all this is time management. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. I'm 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 I'll be the first to admit that I'm notoriously bad for like like I I will come home from work and I don't know if it's ADHD or what, but I basically look at the clock and be like, well, it's six o'clock. I'm probably going to be in bed by 10. It's only four hours. There's no point in starting anything now. Like mm. that's like, like I have to fight that mentality because that's how my brain works. I do too. Man. I'll be like, like I, I do too. You know, like I'll be like, fuck, I gotta wait for my day off. There's some days where like, I'm like, I, you know, okay, like I'm on like weeks. I'm on top of it. Everything's like ready to go. Everything's lined up perfectly. And there's a few days where I'm just like, oh man, I'm just like, I'm in a rut. Can't get it going today. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that was the thing. Like, yeah, and I'm hoping, due to certain life changes, we'll see. Hopefully, maybe I'll have more energy. Maybe I'll have less. Who knows? Who knows? It's gonna be a wild ride. Um, That's okay, Mister Toad. I'll go with you. I'll go down that rabbit hole. There, right? We'll make it happen. Yeah. Um, Give me a few weeks. Yeah. Maybe I'll come back on and we could chat more. But I really want to explore this idea about like having like, yes. a group of like. Yeah, content creators and like chatting with them and trying to be collaborative on some stuff and kind of see this kind of take or what I'm talking about be fruitful. I like, got an idea. I'll message you after the show. I got it. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to, cause if I, I feel like if I talk about it, yeah, see, but look at this. Well, wolves here is like businesses to run kids to take care of. Sometimes I'm editing at 2am and unfortunately you are a stronger man than I, because I am past the fuck out at 2am. I don't care what day it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not on it. So maybe that's something I got to change. Maybe that's it. Maybe I got to learn how to embrace the grind a little bit more, or I just got to find a job where I can work from home and run like three monitors and nobody can see what I'm doing. So, um, anyways, yeah, we need to talk more about this. So let's bring you back on in like three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Whatever. I'm sure I'm going to have a lot more to talk about then, too. There's a lot happening. New I, products coming out too. soon. Yeah. That will be interesting to share. Maybe Nobody. I'll bug the uppers about giving you guys first Canadian crack at it before me. Because, you know, help out Maritime Podcast, you know, always. Always and always. It's because I wore your sweater, isn't it? That's all it is. It's, it's always because of the sweater. Wear the swag in it and you get the love. <laughs> Marky, you want to have more conversations? Wear, should, wear DEFCON swag all the time. I should have worn the first strike hat, too. I was looking at it. It was in the closet. Uh, <laughs> then we just poke up around the corner. I'm like, well, how did you get in Canada? And you just be like, hi, Brad. <laughs> get out of my face, man. Whatever, man. Corona he, space. Right? He brings me a scout. He can show. He can come to the house if he brings me a scout. Yeah. Um, You'll I've make already it. got a T-15. I don't need another one. So let's uh, let's call it there. Let's end it there. And uh, but yeah, we'll get you back on for sure. And next week, I'm pretty sure I've got. Uh, oh my god, I've forgotten his name. I, I should just do a live today. tomorrow because I'm sure there's people dying in this conversation to hear. Like I see some people here, like oh, we need to continue this. We should just continue the conversation right. on a DefCon's live page or some sh- some stuffs. Do it. Maybe I don't know. Whatever. Uh, TKO jerseys. We're gonna cut, we got the oh, buddy from TKO the jersey coming on guy. Yeah, to talk jerseys. 
Uh, so that'll be fun. That's going to be exciting. We're going to talk about that and, uh, and pick his brain about that stuff. So that's going to be next week. And hopefully the, uh, the studio will be a little bit more prepped. Oh, man. Anyways, it's been a blast. Garner, thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll chat with everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us guys in the chat, for everyone who liked and shared and all that jazz. And who the fuck shared this 30 times? I fucking... Whoever it's a good was, combo. You know what? I just got to be colorful and animated, which I am not usually am all the time. Like, I'll just come blazing and just slapping stuff around the room, oh. and then we'll start the conversation. Oh It'll get God. shared everywhere. That's ex- that's exactly yeah. it. There's just somebody's, somebody's out there looking down on us and, and sharing some, some, uh, some wonderful gifts. There's going to be some memes about Garner fucking yeah. losing his shit tomorrow. <laughs> Get on it, boys. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, for sure. All right, folks, it's been a blast. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, until next week, cheers. Okay, bye. Don't take Skittles from strangers.